Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co-host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance. What's up, man? What is going on? Not much. Here we go. Another week. Another week. Yeah. Back at it. Hell yeah. The thing we love to do, talking. <laughs> true, 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 true. That was funny. Yeah, man. Yeah, so how's things been going? Oh, uh, it's been going, man. It's been going. Um, really trying to think, man. I can never re- remember my goals anymore, man, because like, I'm still basing out the goals that I set like last year. Yeah. I'm like, not like this, this new year, but like last year, like this year. And I'm like, man, all I can ever think about is the real estate one because that's the only one I really like pay attention to or yeah. put more by attention to. But it's been a good man. I've been had, having a few showings at the new place. Um, I think I got like, a couple people like interested, but uh, some of them like they'll ghost you, uh, which I mean, you just kind of name of the game, right? Yeah. So it, sometimes you'll get a biter, sometimes you won't, but it's fine. Um, other than that, that's about it, man. Uh, yeah, I don't really have too many other goals at the moment. What about you, man? I mean, uh, getting close to that uh, birthday resolution. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know I'm not gonna hit everything, but like some things I will because it's like um, you sent me a link to introduce myself to other people. So go to some meetings of hmm. meeting other investors or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it, it's uh, I I saw one that actually it hits before my birthday, and I actually like to go to it. So I'm gonna uh, try it out. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, register for it and everything. Oh, yeah. and just go out to it. Plus, I mean, it, it's a good thing too to get out there and. It, uh, you know, not be such an introvert, you know, be more of a, you know, extrovert because you got to do it every now and again, right? Like, so yeah. go out there, speak to people, talk to people, whatever, right? Shake hands, uh, you know, see the babies. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? What is it? Uh, shake babies and kiss hands. Yeah, so just go out there and, uh, just, you know, meet some people, see, you know, different mindsets. Just, yeah. You know, cause, uh, a lot of times we get stuck in our own head. We have these goals, we have these ideas, and um, we don't know how to move them forward without sometimes speaking to somebody else that actually can just speak from a whole nother point of view. Yeah. That's what I think a lot of people, like, what I found I enjoyed in the reserves is that I was, uh, granted, I was forced to be around these people, but, uh, uh, but like, you're around different people that have different perspectives that are, some of them are in the same field as you are. So like, if you're in like a cyber unit, like how I am, a lot of people on their regular jobs are in cyber. So it was a good way for me to kind of like talk with other people, see what's out there, get some information, get some, uh, expertise on like what to do when kind of getting into the, the cyber world when I wasn't. Um, so I enjoyed that. And I think that's what like a lot of people enjoy about, uh, joining certain, uh clubs associations um even stuff like church right because like you're around people that aren't one are you probably didn't come from like the same background you did and they still kind of end up in the same area or in the same place um because of a certain interest or certain reason right yeah um and i find that like really interesting and i think like if there's places like i said like stuff like reserves you didn't necessarily get to choose those people but going to like a networking event you do get to choose kind of uh, the subject or like-mindedness that you get to uh, be around. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's why I was going to try that out. Uh, I, I think I should anyway, regardless, because 
Uh, I haven't been to any like career fairs in a in a while, right? Mm. Where you, that's one of those things that you end up just speaking to people, like telling them about yourself, kind of getting out of your norm, right? And so that's, uh, you know, not having some of that that I'm not doing, where I'm not just forcing myself to be more of that extrovert. Yeah, uh, I say uh, something else. I see what I if the book. I know normally you break the whole write another book. Hey, look, hey, hey, I'm making I'm making steps, baby steps, right? So I'm actually writing on my to do list to make sure I do certain things, um, like try to write a page a day because I remember we were talking about that, uh, and then like uh, I think I had a, a idea of the the title of this one. I know I had it before I had a title and a um, uh, outline, but I think I wanted mm-hmm. to try a different one uh, because I had a, a whole nother I, I just like thought about uh, around something that uh kind of was felt a little personal so i was just like okay maybe i should write about that and if i could write i mean honestly like if i can get 20 pages out of this thing right and mm-hmm. see if i can get it published that'd be pretty awesome just to just to get it started right because remember you put it on my mind as like just if you can get one published and then you could understand how the whole process works and then that free like i guess that kind of opens your mind up to like how it is and that not, that is not as hard as you think it is it's it's yeah. more you kind of self sabotaging your own self, where you're like you're you're putting all these mental blocks there. So, well, I think it just kind of frees you of like certain anxieties that you might have. Yeah. Right. So like, and you may not know it yourself. You just, it just maybe all those unknowns. So if you could like figure out all those unknowns and make them known, yeah, kind of becomes a little bit more comfortable for you to then do it again or do yeah. it another time or um, maybe figure out. Maybe it's not what you want to do, or maybe it's something you could teach someone else. Like, hey, I, I tried this out. This is what my outcome was. Yours yeah. might be different, but I just wanted to let you know this is how it went. Right. And you can do that with like everything other than just like reading the book. You can do that with real estate. You can do that about like join the military. Yeah. You can do that with uh, helping people with resumes. Just, just everything. I think that's like what I try to do is just try to, uh, some people call it paying down ignorance. Yeah, is where like you go through experiences, so you don't, uh, so you don't like worry about the unknowns, right? You kind of make all those knows unknowns, um, and you know those can come with time, right? Like uh, those can come with experiences. Those can come with uh, some people pay for like going to school, right? You never really know what it's like until you actually go through it, yeah. Right? And not ever, like I said, not everyone's experience is the same, but there's certain levels of ignorance that you won't have if you do it. Right. Yeah, and a lot of people respect more people for doing things rather than just talking about it. Yeah, no, that 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 is a true statement. Uh, that I'm trying to think of that that word there, the uh, social proof kind of like yeah, yeah, where you you know you, you're showing showing the actions that you're you're actually talking about. Mm-hmm. About uh, you know, say if you know you say that you're you're wealthy and you have like you know these houses and cars and stuff like that that looks wealthy to people so then they they believe you you know it's like yeah. that social proof right it's like a, and, what was that ty lopez you stupid you ever seen this uh, ads on youtube no uh, uh so it's like a common ad and he's still around now but uh it was like you know the most uh the best thing in this house isn't these lamborghinis it's these books yeah, right. and so the knowledge is the key and stuff like that. And yeah, like a bunch of those back in the day. Um, and you know, he'd sell horses and stuff like that. But it was so funny because it was not like the stuff he was saying was untrue. Um, but it's not necessarily what he was doing it for. He was doing it for other things. And now it owns like a bunch of other companies or, or owns certain stakes in a bunch of companies like Bodybuilding.com, Radio Shack, stuff like that. Um, yeah. 
but it was so funny but that's what he did was actually showed it off so similar to like uh, a lot of people in the fitness industry right how many people are you going to uh, like listen to if they don't have like a six pack or if they don't have like uh it's really like power lifters they're not yeah. listening to a whole bunch right like it's like you said it's that social group it's like it's something that's accepted widely between other people that i feel okay with listening to what they're saying yeah yeah it's I mean, I don't know. That's just how we work, right? If we don't see it, we don't believe it. You know, you can tell people all day. You can probably write it on paper, right? Like, here's the instructions. But if they don't see it for themselves, like, I don't believe you, right? Right. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And there's probably people you've probably had that conversation or you've seen with a conversation where like, oh, is that that real? Like, people actually do this? And you're like, yeah, it happens every day. You just, the person just wasn't aware of it. Yeah, yeah. It's part of like the pain down ignorance, like, oh, so this is the information age. So there's like, to me, there's no excuses on why you don't know a certain thing, right? You may not know how to do a certain thing, but you can still have like information around it, right? Like I may not be able to know how to perform, perform surgery, but yeah. I can see how it's done in detail and how exactly like someone wouldn't do that. That's yeah. I know how to do. But uh, I think there's like a lot of those misconceptions, like uh, what I call uh, internet experts. Yeah, where they they talk about like a lot of stuff, but they haven't really gone through a lot of things, and they yeah. just kind of regurgitate what what they've heard and not what they've been through. Yeah, um, which is which is fine and all. Like people write books for a reason, right? People read books for a reason because they had a certain experience and they wanted to share that out, like about business, about real estate, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, you can read about those things, but there's a certain point where reading about it can only get so far. Right. Like I said, I could read, I could watch a video on how to perform surgery. That doesn't mean I know how to do a surgery. Yeah. You know, with like swimming or exercising. If you're not actually doing the action, uh, it, it kind of, your your social proof becomes very low. Your yeah. credibility becomes very low. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. So, I mean, in a, in a sense, like the, the things that we're uh, talking about right now kind of goes with a, a, a little bit of what our title is, right? Mm-hmm. right so like, uh, don't join a tribe, build one. And uh, I know this is your title. That you're yeah. going to give a little explanation on that. Yeah. So I, I can't remember when I heard this, but it had been a while back. But it was that point where, so like there's a point when you grow up, right? And, you know, you've lived with your family, your mom and dad, um, or your parents, guardians, whatever it is. And there were certain values that they instilled in you that, you know, you wanted to follow through on, right? But how much longer can you stay with those people? and kind of take what they've given you right when is the when is that threshold of you going out and building your own like family your own truck your own people right and same with like if you stayed around the same place your entire life and you're still rolling with the same people that you've always rolled with when do you then learn to separate yourself from them and kind of build your own self right because i think a lot of people they'll they'll fall into that um that crowd type of mentality like yes i have to be with the crowd i have to be one with the crowd i have to like the things that they like i have to uh go out when they do i have to it's just like everything is like dictated by others around you and never have you yourself and instead of conforming to something that you may not agree with uh build your own right and see how that goes yeah and, and yeah and that 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 makes sense and, and then i guess when like i was thinking about it too uh you know sometimes you know, having your own tribe, you, you become this this cult more. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, 
you know, because you're all, you're all thinking the same thing. And that's when I, I was like, in my mind, also thinking about how you should meet other people to know that those aren't the, aren't the people that you want to be around, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, because we were talking about that earlier before we start recording. Is like you, you, uh, you, you have, or dating, right? So you, you, mm. you date, and you don't know who you really, truly want to be with, and uh, with uh, for the rest of your life until you've actually kind of went out on a few dates. I understand yeah. that we, that mentality doesn't mesh with my mentality, or the same as uh, friendships, right? That friendship doesn't mesh with my friendship. But yeah, that. Building your your own tribe when there's uh what is that uh, when you can't find anyone else I think is is a great idea. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree because like I said, like, so like going to the example of like your family, right? There are yeah. things that your family believes in that you may not believe in. Yeah, whether that's like finances, uh, social stuff, religion, stuff like yeah. that. Um, there are going to be disagreements, right? And you may have that like internal strife on, well, they provided for me, I should still, or stuff like traditions, right? I should follow these traditions because that's just what I've been around and that's what I was told. I may not agree with them, but I'm still going to do them, Yeah. right? Where in reality, you don't have to accept anything that was given to you, right? So part of the risk of having a, a kid is the expectation that they may not grow up the way one, the way you want them to grow up and two, the way you gave them sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Cause then you really look at it. If you just like say, if you look at your own parents or, or if I look at my own parents, I didn't grow up necessarily the way, uh, or I didn't as an adult, I didn't grow to what they expected at yeah. the time. I'm not saying it was good or bad. Uh, it just wasn't the same with what they expected. Uh, and in, in all honesty, they think I, I've probably grown further than what they expected of me, yeah. Um, which I appreciate, but uh, and it, it's good to like you know want to have a plan for your kid, right? Want to be involved in everything they do, but at the end of the day, there's going to be a point where they're an adult and they have to make their own decisions, and it's a hard thing to, to kind of think about. But like I said, that's just part of the risk of, of having kids. Yeah, uh, I mean. That's something that I've already accepted, right? That I can, you know, lead the horse to water, but you know, they're gonna find another lake, right? Yeah. So like, they're just gonna go do do their own thing regardless. So like, I, I long long as I'm setting some type of path or some type of direction to to give them, you know, motivation to keep going. That I mean, I think I'm doing my job. I know people feel like you know should they should do exactly what I say, and this is they should end up here, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, how do you create something new? by making everyone follow the same path and plan like how do, how do you how do you not create the, these new type of thinkers or these uh you know this new society that's here to support us after we're gone right yeah uh, it's it, so like yeah i don't i try not to get too bent on that knowing that they're not uh knowing that, yeah knowing that they're not gonna actually follow my actual direction I, as long as i'm here to give them something you know so they can keep going yeah no, I agree. And uh, like I've seen a few people. Um, so like one of my big things was always leaving a legacy. Yeah. And stuff like that. And like what I've been like harping on for like the past few years and stuff. Um, and what I mean by that is like I always think forward about like the kids that I don't have right now but want to have uh, and the generations after. What am I doing to, to set them up better than how yeah. I was set up, right? Yeah. And 
Um, I started rethinking that more recently. And the reason why I started rethinking that is because, like I said, there's risks to having, the risk to having a child is the expectation that they will not be the person that you wanted to set them up for or the person that you expected to kind of grow, right? Because they're not, they're, they're an entirely different person. Yeah. They will grow it in their own way and how they see for the duty to X on factors, right? Um, so what I wanted to do instead is just leave them with something, but not leave them with everything. As in, like, I'm going to give them, like, a few things, like money, uh, assets, whatever it is, but I won't give them the entire, like, piece of the pie just because I don't know if they would take as great of care of it as I would. Right? Yeah. Even if I would have trained them up, even if I would say, hey, you're going to take over this business, whatever it is. I don't know if that expectation or that level of, of effort or execution will be put towards that. Um, so, and it, you know, I expect them to build their own tribe. I expect them to build their own things. I can teach them like some of the fundamentals of like how business should run, how stuff like that. But I can't expect them to take on this exact craft that I did. Right. Cause for example, like, so for what your parents do for a living, what my parents do for a living, I promise I don't do the same thing that my parents do. Yeah. Right. Like they both work in like the medical field and stuff and they have been for like, you know, decades. Um, and I wanted to do that and I thought that's what I wanted to do. But when I found IT and cyber, it, it interested me way more. I felt like I was learning way more because it was something so new to me. And I don't know, it's just something I gravitated towards. And then as like, uh, I started thinking about finances and real estate. And then those are the things that I gravitated towards. And those aren't necessarily the things that my parents, um, like gravitate towards or, or learned or even taught me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a correct statement. Cause definitely my, uh, my dad, his career path was in communication. So he was a program director, uh, radio station also does voiceover work, things like that. But like, uh, I mean, it kind of sounds like what I was doing podcasts, but no, I, the, the actual career path is IT. So like that's, that's actually, or engineering, right? It was in that career path. That's the direction I was going in. And then same, same, uh, my mom, uh, uh, a teacher, right? Uh, she's, uh, she was an English teacher and mm -hmm. that was the thing that she did. And in a sense, again, with the podcast, right? We're like, you, you know, you're teaching, communication teaching, right? Like, yeah. but not the actual path that I, thought out for school right right i think there are there are parts of you there because you grew up with the culture right it's parts of you that that you can explore right that that's mm -hmm. how i feel like it should be um i guess presented to you but in a sense then i you know i understand why some families would want to push to hey follow this path because i want to ensure that you are successful when i'm no longer here because i want i want to make sure that you're making money and you're taking care of your family the way I'm trying to take care of, you know, you guys, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. it's so, you know, I, I understand it, but then it's like, you, you can't, you can't control everything. Like, especially with now we have so many different influences in the, in the world that, uh, you never know which direction your, your kid's going to go after they become their own person. But, yeah. And like we were kind of talking about earlier before we were recording is that environments change in just yeah, in the past 20, past 40 years, right? And like we're talking about back in the eighties and so it's just, it's just different, right? Like that's just a, a statement of fact. Um, so to expect 
the same outcome with all these external variables that have changed is kind of a little bit of a dick to us. Um, and like I said, even if you provided everything for them to learn, they're going to build whatever they want to build. Yeah. Right? If that's what they choose to do. Uh, but I really think like when people build their own tribes, uh, it provides them like a real sense of belonging and like, a sense of support. Because like I said, if you didn't do like what your parents were doing, that you may not have received the support that you were expecting. Yeah. Right. As in like, yeah, go for it, go, go join the military or go get a degree or go start a business, whatever it is you wanted to, you probably received the opposite, right? You probably was like, oh, well, you know, not everyone makes it in there. Well, you can, uh, go to war in the military. Well, a lot of people get to debt when they go to school, right? You hear like, yeah, they're not necessarily negatives. They're, they are statements, but they're not. They're not two sided statements, as in like there's two sides of of every pendant, right? Uh, yes, a lot of people can get into debt going into school. However, not everyone does. Yeah, right. A lot of people, yeah, you can get sent to war in the military, but even people that don't go into the military can't be sent to war, right? That's what happens during the world wars and stuff like that. Um, so I, I think like, a lot of people kind of focus on one side rather than the other when they're attempting to provide some sort of, I guess, negative support or not, not other support for the person. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I see your, your next point here is this one there, like this, this can provide a sense of belonging and support. Uh, we're talking about the whole title in general. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, I can take this out later, but I was just trying to get, get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, we, this can provide a sense of belonging and support. Uh, I, and that, let's see. Yeah. And I, I guess it's when you feel alone in the world, right? It's just kind of like what we're talking about. Kind of like, yeah. yeah. If there's no one else that you seem like you can click with, uh, just developing your own tribe kind of gets you, gets you to that point where, Hey, there, you're not alone, which I think that that's more of what society is now. Right. It's this understanding that you can create that. Like mm-hmm. you, there's somebody out there for everybody. There's somebody out there that you that that can be your friend. Somebody that that has the same mentality. Which the internet has definitely, uh, to me, put that really put that out there. Because when I'm uh, on the internet and I'm looking at it, and you go like, "Well, damn, that was the ideal I was thinking about." And it's pretty cool that somebody they they've learned how to expand on this, right? So like, now I, I think with the internet now things being different because I'm. I mean, when I was younger, like internet was around, but it wasn't like to the point where how is as social as it is and as where we share information. We, we, uh, like, it, I mean, it could be anything, right? You wanted to build a garden. You can get on there and like, see there's a whole, uh, page or whatever, right? Like there, there's like lots of write-ups on like, Hey, how, how to, how to build a garden, how to make like your outdoor area, you know, prettier or whatever. Right. And, uh, I, that's just what I've learned so far from, like what society is now, like you, you're definitely not alone. You can always, mm-hmm. you can always uh, find somebody out there that's thinking the same thing that you're thinking. Yeah. I think like on the, the flip side of that is that if you don't know, or if you've never met someone that thinks somewhere, then, you know, go out there. Like, like just kind of just reach out there anywhere. Like you said, like on the internet is like very easy because we're so interconnected between people, between societies, between countries whatever it is i'm sure yeah. that there's someone like 
and I'm sure like someone in your state, in your city is also very like wanted to you. Uh, but internet's made it a little bit easier to kind of pose that out. So for example, like if you're really into real estate, there's tons of forums, there's tons of, uh, communities to go into. Um, so you're not like limited by just the people around you where I think back in the day, like you said, in the eighties and stuff, you were very limited. So people that were next door to you, that you either went to school with, that you went to church with, that you yeah. associated with, and you may have felt a little bit at that point, if you were still at that point, you may have felt like a little bit lonely as in like, why am I the only person that thinks this way? Yeah. Why am I the only person that wants to grow this way? Why is no one like around here trying to think like I am? Like, I don't want to be here forever. Why is yeah. everyone trying to stay here forever? Um, and it can be like very diminishing uh, and like a little like saddening at points because to me, like one of the, the, the worst things to feel is not feeling up to your, to your heights potential. Um, and to me, like to get there the, or the best way to get there is to have other people around you that will help build that potential that you're looking to, to grow. Um, so I think like the interesting, incredibly great, uh, doing that. And like, like Craig said, like going to like, uh, networking events and just getting around different people. Like you may not know exactly what it is, but other people will say things you may gravitate towards other people may not, but you just don't know unless you've experienced them. Yeah. No, that's yeah, definitely why I'm trying to do it. It, it really is just kind of, I'm not trying to be all internal, right? Just lock myself down. So that's another thing. And also it was a goal, but the goal was for that is to put myself out there. And that's that, yeah, and that's that's the whole thing of like, how do you know what you really want to do, and and who you want to be really part of if you don't go out there and just have some fillers, right? Let me let me let me see what everyone else is talking about. What what are they doing, right? Yeah. Um, and I what about it is like, so so for me, like when I meet people, they do like one of two things for me. It's either someone I want to be like or want to emulate, or they have like sort of similar goals to me. Or the opposite, right? It's someone that I don't want to be like, I don't want to do the same things that they're doing, or I don't want to follow the same path that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and I think they both take like really good value from it. And when I first started, like, so for example, when I first started in, in like IT and stuff, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew what, what I didn't want to do. And there were just like certain things I just didn't want to do. And I'm not saying that they're bad things. So. For example, like the thing that I didn't want to do was like be just a regular help desk person, just on the call or on the phone, just following a certain script, right? And I'm not saying there's anything bad with that. There's definitely a lot of people that do a really good job at that. But for me personally, it just what didn't what I didn't see was not what I thought I saw myself doing, right? And I didn't do it. Um, but I did get into like IT and I enjoyed it. I just I still don't enjoy that specific part of it. Um, but I just, and I do enjoy helping people stay yeah. that way. So, um, I, I think that's what, like just meeting people, even if you don't agree with them, it helps you still form that, those, your own opinions, your own values, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely, uh, tried to shed some of the old things that, I, you know, was probably given through me through culture of being around your family, where you're kind of negative towards a certain, uh, people or group of people or ideas or anything right you just kind of shed all that stuff because you, you learn that you learn from everybody like it it doesn't matter who it is it just 
it could be bad leadership, good leadership, good friends, bad friends, anybody, right? You, you're like, well, I've, I've learned something that I don't like versus like just saying that I would never be around that type of person ever mm -hmm. again or whatever, right? Because it might have just been how that person was raised and the reason why they're negative or or it, it could be anything, right? But it's the things that I, I've, I've learned over time is just you, you kind of just take or I'll say it's an openness, right? You're open. You have like this open mind towards everybody. Like, mm -hmm. like, let me receive you first before mm -hmm. I give uh, my decision on who you are. Yeah. And uh, at first it's like when you walk up to somebody because, you know, they hang around with a certain person, you've already given them your judgment before yeah. you even met them. Right. Yeah, you do just book by the cover. Yeah. So that, that was that, something that I changed about myself. That, that was to, to like kind of make sure all that gets shed from, you know, as I grow up, like ne it never keep what I learned from back home or whatever. Cause that, that happens. I think that happens all the time. That's the reason why no one really grows uh, mentally or personally in certain things that they want to do is because they, it keeps such an old mentality about things. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I, I did, I, mean, I think almost everyone uh, judges a book by its cover. Um, and I think for me, it went even further to where if they said something or if they were doing something that I didn't agree with, I just kind of cut them off automatically. Yeah. So for example, if, um, so I've never been like one of religion, right? I, I follow different religions, but I've never, um, kind of been in a, in a specific religion myself. And I remember one time this guy said he was like a Wiccan. Right. And I was like, oh, well, that they're going to kill me. Like, I, I was just like, so I was like maybe 10 years old. Like, yeah. yeah. How old I was. Um, but I knew I like, I knew it was offensive or after, after it happened, I knew it was offensive. Um, and it was just because I didn't, I was just too ignorant. Like, I didn't understand what that was, what that specific belief was. Um, so I kind of just wrote it off. And, you know, there, there's other things, right, like that people will say or go through. And now what I try to do is I try to understand exactly what, they, what they're talking about, right? So if someone tells me about, like, their job or this business, I'll be like, oh, well, what is that? I don't know what that is. So, like, you know, educate me if you can on what it is you do or if it's, like, a religion they're into, whatever it is. I, I just try to ingest, like you said, what they're saying and what they're about for uh, passing my opinion or judgment on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, to your next point, you know, what you have on here is encouragement. Uh, and this is what we get from our, our tribe, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the tribe that we create, we, we actually get encouragement from it. I mean, we kind of said it a little bit in, in other, uh, points where like how you can find out that you're not alone and you can actually keep going with the thoughts and plans that you have, that you're actually leading down a path that actually means something versus like, you're like, I feel like this is not going anywhere. I mean, yeah. but you not even, hadn't even tried yet, right? Because you're, you're, it, and it's the craziest thing, right? I feel like we're surrounded. It feels like when you're looking for something, you're always surrounded around uh, either the wrong people or the wrong answer or the wrong, it's something, right? That always prevents you from wanting to just take the next step uh, on what you want. And it, and all it takes is just a little seeking or creating or whatever, right? To get you past that, that, that stint. So you can get over there and say, hey, well, actually, this will work. Well, I mean, think about that, right? If you did this, and it, it would actually create that. And and I, I, that's what I, uh, I, I say something else learned uh, over time is, is like just 
Like knowing the first answer is not it. Uh, I mean, even the second answer is not it. Like you, mm -hmm. sometimes it, it takes just listening to a, a large genre to to understand that it takes more than one thought to to create something. Yeah, no, and for me, like, uh, so encouragement or more the opposite, like discouragement, it's just kind of like when you're, when people talk about like fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, it just becomes a lot more discouraging. Like the journey becomes a little bit harder. Yeah. And a little bit tougher to really put, uh, put effort and, um, feeling behind when there's no one else that's, really like with you like no one's going into the battle with you and you're just fighting uphill the entire yeah. time um but when you do get those amount of people and i'm not saying like you have to be encouraged all the time like if, if it's your goals if it's your mission if it's your purpose then that's you right it's not their rules it's not their purpose but that's why i say when you build a tribe it becomes our goals it becomes our purpose our mission um to where you're all working towards something so even if it is an uphill battle there's more when there's more people going through it yeah, it makes it a little bit easier on everyone. Um, yeah, that's just like to me. That's what like encouragement really does. Is that when you feel like you're being discouraged around the people that are around you, or that you're constantly hanging around, then building a tribe that will encourage you to do certain things uh, can be a lot more helpful. Yeah. No, I mean, I think we were talking about this this is before recording, right? We we're talking about how when I was at uh, Fort Bragg is going through the, the suck, right. With certain, mm. like going to the field or, uh, even deployment or just, it just in anything in training in general, right. Or just dealing with everyday things. But when you're with a group of people that, that understand what you're going through, it's like you, you form this certain camaraderie, like, mm. like they're truly my brother and sister, even though they're, they're not blood related. Mm. Like they, we have just created this new bond. So like uh, anything that they need, I'm gonna figure out how to help them, and as this vice versa. And like, uh, I remember going, I think I went back to training or something like that, right? And somebody had the same patch as I uh, as I did, and like, like immediately they're like, hey, everyone, look at this patch right here. You know what this patch means? This means camaraderie and brother brotherhood. They're like, they ba yeah, basically that's a, like the, the the whole idea. Because then I because I understood that right, it's it was something that was a you know, have been around and we all, all went through that same unit and we all had that same suck together that we, you know, that we, that, that experience though was, is just something that, that, you know, no one else has. Right. And mm -hmm. and that's what they were, what he was trying to share with everyone. No, no, I, I definitely, I, I like that in the military. Uh, of course there's like other places where you do that, but like the military, like you said, when, when people have to go through the same suck, like, yeah, it, it does build that that camaraderie, that brotherhood, that sisterhood between people. Uh, and it just, uh, I think that's what kind of is like one of the the silver linings of the military. Yeah, is that you do find a lot of people that that are like you can call your brother, you can call your sister because gone through so much, and it's like you know the brothers in arms type of mentality. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that, that's one of the I think the beauties of joining the military. I know it, there's. You know certain things why you wouldn't want to join, but then look, those are the things that they teach you that you don't kind of like. You, everyone doesn't get that. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, uh, to me, I feel like that was uh, a, a great experience because it definitely taught me a lot. Uh, and, and that's when you learn that all those differences, all the all the different uh, genders, race, whatever it is, right? 
you throw it all out the window mm. because when it's time to suck together, you're all one, all one yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, y- your next point is, uh, a powerful way to build meaningful connections with others. Uh, yeah. yeah. This one here, I was, uh, kind of looking up some things on that, which it's, it's a lot of things out there. Uh, I mean, it actually helps you with, uh, say career building, right. Uh, mm-hmm. knowledge building, uh, I mean, like, I mean, anything that you want to just get ahead, uh, is I was looking at something online and it was just talking about like, you know, ways to get promoted faster. Right. Because you, mm-hmm. you, you learn from all the meaningful connections that you made, right. You, mm-hmm. you, you know how to, uh, either communicate with these people, take in the knowledge that they give, and then you, then you apply it towards something else that's going on in your career and it helps you build yourself. Right. Uh, I mean, is it, uh, what these meaningful connections, connections like mentorship. Mm. I mean, I honestly, everyone should get a mentor regardless of how old you are. Cause, uh, it, 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 it doesn't matter. Right. I can guarantee you there's something in your life that you don't know. And, uh, and all a mentor is, is a coach. All it is, is somebody that has a specific, uh, knowledge about something that either you don't have time to study on, or it, it's just, it's just, a, you know, something that's never even thought other the thought hadn't even crossed your mind mm. yeah uh yeah, so no, i definitely uh i definitely like having people who have mentors and the thing is like mentors don't have to do a lot for you and you don't have to have like a huge amount of interaction with them like it could just be simple short small conversations like hey this is what i'm thinking about them. what's your expertise uh what have you gone through stuff like that and then they just kind of give it out right they don't provide specific direction on what you're going to do or what you should do with your life. They just give you that small, like either, like you said, knowledge sharing or encouragement or whatever it is towards what you asked them. And I think it's like, uh, like a really simple leadership style. And that's what I, I kind of gravitate towards is being a mentor as if I'm not going to do everything for you. Like, I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm just going to tell you what I went through. You take it into whatever considerations you're going through and if you still go with what you're doing, cool. If you if you change because of what I said, cool. Like, but that's all on you to to kind of figure out. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I guess in a lot of things too, and even the meaningful connection, you can kind of reciprocate that mentorship mm-hmm. because uh, you never know what you're teaching the other person. Yeah, uh, I mean, because like your your experiences that you have in your life could be something that you know they. It, it crossed their mind, but they never thought it was possible. But because how you, you put it in a different scenario where it was more presentable and then it go like, well, actually that sounds very easy. Cause it, it didn't sound like in my mind, I, I saw it as this uh, calculus problem, but in, in reality it was, it was just little, oh, what is that? Third grade math. Right. That's... Yeah. So like, but it, it, it really, it having that type of, um, I guess that connection, uh, or, you know, meaningful connections. Cause that's, that, that's what this title is on meaningful connections, but meaningful connections definitely, uh, provide value to you. Hey everyone, quick interruption. I just wanted to say from both Craig and I, thank you for taking the time to listen to us and our random rambling about life. If you have enjoyed this and think even one other person will enjoy this, then please share out this link, whether you found us on YouTube, Spotify, Google podcasts, or any other platform. It costs no money and little time, but would have a great positive impact for our podcast and brand. 
All right, enough with the shameless plug. Let's get back to the podcast. A powerful way to build meaningful connections with others is you can establish multiple styles of contact, right? Uh, and that's, uh, you know, you learn how to communicate with people in different ways. Like mm-hmm. you, yeah, that's, uh, and, and this is what I've been finding a lot. It was like different things. It was just talking about, you know, what what's a, a good reason for having meaningful connections, right? And that's mm-hmm. kind of like what I was looking into. And it's just, you know, when you can talk to people on different levels or, if people can help you communicate on different levels, it's, it's, it's kind of like a more reciprocation type thing. And you can just, uh, basically just grow yourself in that way. It's like when you uh, open up to other people, I mean, that's, I mean, basically that's what it is, right? You're, you're communicating yet. Yeah. You're making contact, but then if you don't understand how to deal with the same type of people as you get older, right. You will always avoid them. Hmm. Right. If I, if I, uh, I, I meet somebody, they have this certain energy, uh, it's usually too much for me or something like that. Right. And you don't know how you're going to react like, you know, or you don't, I guess you don't like how you react towards a, a person that gives off a certain energy that you don't like that aura, Right. Yeah. And then when you, you know, meet constantly meet people, you understand that, okay, this person gives off this energy to me. They, they make me feel this kind of way. Either you can avoid them all together or you can learn how to work with them and then understand that like every personality can be used in some kind of way. E- each like contact that you make can be used in some kind of way where it can actually grow you on another level. Yeah. And I haven't noticed that like there are times uh, where I've met people and I probably wasn't ready to meet them or uh, didn't see what value they really provided in yeah. life uh, or at least to, to my life, to my goals, to whatever it is. Like... I, I used to be friends with a, a real estate uh, agent because she was one of my buddies' aunts, and she was like great. Uh, and it wasn't until like I started getting into real estate that I really think that it would have been beneficial to like kind of keep her contacts or keep her in mind and stuff like that. Or uh, and then I even knew some people. Like I knew someone that uh, he ran or one of his businesses was doing the eighteen wheelers. Like he would buy the trucks and he would lease them out to different companies. And I thought, and at that time, I just, I don't know, I just wasn't in the right headspace to listen to it. I I didn't fully understand it. So I kind of just blew it off. And there's been like many of those where I'm like, damn, I wish like, so for example, like a lot of people like, man, I wish I bought a house like X amount of years ago. Right. Well, I mean, to be honest, would you have like really been ready to buy a house? Like not just like money wise or financially wise, but like, would you been able to deal with it in general? Were you in the right yeah. space to kind of deal with yeah. it? Did you have all the knowledge that you needed? Um, and probably not. Right. So, uh, but I think, uh, meeting more people earlier on and trying to build your tribe as early as possible, knowing your purpose, knowing what the goal and mission is, uh, can help you a lot. Uh, because it like, it makes those connections or those people that you, uh, kind of interact with a little bit more meaningful as in like, you'll want to know more about them. You want to hear more about their stories. You'll be yeah. more engaged with what they're doing instead of kind of being in your own, not necessarily in your own space, but being in a space that, uh, you're not necessarily knowing what you're doing. You're not knowing what you want to do in life. Um, you have no true like, uh, guidance or, or GPS to what's your, what the future is. Yeah. And I mean, you know, 
similar situation where you said it like you wasn't in the right headspace. Because this is uh, the thing for me, I always think about. I could have had a career in IT a long time ago. Mm. Uh, if I had the knowledge or I was at the right mentality or I had the right people in my life to explain to me what what I was doing, then I could have been already on path. So the, uh, a company I worked for, it was uh, bought out by another company. But the, mm. the company that bought it out was more of an IT-driven company. Mm. And uh, the other one that was purchased was more of a, it was kind of like a holding space. Like uh, uh, they call it co-locations, right? Mm. Where you would have all these multiple companies use your data center. Uh, and so it was related to IT, but in my mind, I didn't know exactly what it was. Uh, at that time, it was, it was a job and it was interesting. That was the thing. But then with that new company, which was an actual IT company, was coming in with these new ideas like they're changing things up and uh i didn't realize that that what they were doing was they're forming a true it company and it and i had like this more of a negative reaction towards everything because i didn't i didn't understand i didn't have knowledge i didn't have anyone explaining any of those things but the 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 fact is now when i got another chance to be in it like all of those things started to click like i understood exactly what was going on and I've understood how or if or someone gets bought out, you know, how to respond to it better or or even just the the fact that if they have new ideas, be a little bit more open yeah. uh, and see where they're coming from first before you start, like, you know, throwing up the dagger, saying, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing? And, like, and, uh, and again, like you said, it's that headspace, right? You, you got you to gotta be there, like even to receive money, right? To even receive more pay, to even become more successful. You got to be in the right headspace because if you're not ready for it, you're just going to lose it. You can mm. say, hey, I was a millionaire one, you know, back in the day, but you wasn't ready to hold a million dollars, you know. And then once you get to that point where you understand that you you can do more with the million dollars once it falls in your lap again or whatever, however it gets there, then you know how to grow it and do something better with it. You know you can help other people with it. You can just keep going. So, like, yeah, I really uh, understand exactly what you're talking about with that one. I think like uh, another like more famous example would be like uh, Johnny Football or Johnny yeah. Manziel, right? Where he was a brilliant young guy who had like a lot of talent uh, in football, um, and you know instead of finishing college, he just goes straight into the NFL. And it's not like he's the only person that's ever do it, right? But he just had like all this hype and all this talent in him that he ended up squandering at least that that specific opportunity. And, you know, he would go to parties, he wouldn't show up to practice, he would yeah. uh, show up to to games and stuff like that, uh, where, like you said, he, he had the opportunity, he, uh, but he wasn't necessarily all knowledgeable in what he expected, or he didn't have necessarily the, the right vision or goals or purpose on on why he was getting to that that uh, arena. But then you'll have people like, like Kobe or LeBron where they came in still at an early age, but they took that opportunity and they continued to to build whatever it is they needed to. All right. They they built a kingdom. They built their empire of yeah. of, of basketball. Um I mean it's nothing against like Johnny Manzo, like it's probably more common for a younger person to squander those opportunities because they may not appreciate those opportunities or they may not uh have the same 
level of uh, expectation of what to do in those yeah. opportunities. Like I have the money now, I'm just going to blow it all now, or I'm going to do whatever I want because that's what got me here. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think and like, like my next point is, uh, it's not necessarily a point. It's just kind of like a, something I kind of follow. It's like, stop hanging around people that don't have the same goals or aspirations that you do. Right. And to me, that's kind of like my basis of building a tribe is because there was a point in time where I was around people that they don't want to be the same space I do. They, I'm not saying they don't want to work hard. I'm not saying they don't want to make money. I'm not saying they don't want to, uh, have a good family, whatever it is, but the way they want to do it necessarily wasn't the way I wanted to do it. Uh, how they carry themselves necessarily wasn't like, so for example, like they wanted to play video games and that's what they wanted to get famous on. And you know, they were learning YouTube and they were doing, and which is cool. Like that's awesome. But that's not necessarily the way I want to go. And there's nothing wrong with the way I want to go. There's people that do make money doing that. There's people that make a huge amount of, uh, of income from that, but it just wasn't necessarily what I was interested in. Like, I just wasn't interested in, in playing video games for like eight, 16 hours a day just to record and then put out on YouTube. Um, but it's very entertaining, but, uh, it's just not what I was in. So I decided to kind of just separate myself from them. Um, and granted, is that like a good or bad thing? Who knows? Uh, I don't know how well they're doing now in comparison to what they were doing years ago. Uh, and they could be doing well. Um, but for me, it was just that, and to me, it was like a little too cold turkey. Like I would cut off people way too, too early as in like, if you don't agree with like my specific um, like mentality that I kind of just wrote you off. Like, so for example, like if you didn't go to the gym, I probably wasn't hanging around you as often, right? If you weren't working on yourself, then I probably wasn't hanging around you often. If you weren't going to school and actually putting a lot of effort into going to school and getting into grades, then I probably wasn't hanging around you often, right? Yeah. Because that's just like what I wanted to do, right? And the same thing was like, um, like with like, so one of the things that I kind of want to be when I'm older is like a, a good fallen right like a good father to 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 my kids um and how people determine that is really hard but that's why like the people i talk to like yourself and like a few of the other people at work um typically what i ask was like how their family's doing how their kids doing you know what do they think about like education for the kids what do they think about like certain opportunities for the kids is because that's what i want to do right and yeah. so if you're one of those guys that's just like a player and you're an adulterer or whatever it is, right? Like you, you're not about like having the family life. And I'm not saying everyone needs a family. I'm just saying that's what I'm about. And if you're not about that, then I may not roll with you like I do with other people. So that's just to me my my interpretation of of uh, building a tribe or instead of joining a tribe. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was. I, I think that was something. It was a goal of mine also was to actually be a, a good father. I and like I said that. That, that's kind of such a, a broad definition. So like to understand what a good father is, cause someone else could think a good father, just someone that supports them. Right. Mm -hmm. Another one could say, Hey, it's the one that points me in the right direction. The other one can go like, well, it's, it's a one that a person that can always provide everything that we need. You know, it's it just, <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a broad definition of what it is. I mean, and all just being a, a parent in general, right. is like, you know, understanding that you're, you play a part in every aspect of their life as a kid, right? Like when they're, when they're growing up and that's what, uh, what I look at. I mean, uh, my dad, how he, he looks at a definition of like, he know, the kids are okay. They look happy, you know? And yeah. like, that's that, yeah. that, you know, and like he, he, he said, like, Oh, it looks like you're doing good. 
the kids are happy, everyone's taken care of. Like, yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's more to it than that. It's, yes, it, it's good that they're happy, but like, what am I bringing? What value? And every now and again, I, I just do that whole recollection of my, myself. I got to look internally like, uh, like, hey, what value am I bringing my family? Right. Because sometimes you don't, you don't know just because you provide, you, you don't know what, like, how, what path are you leading them down? And then, like, we talk to people who deal with, like, psychology stuff and, like, the influence that we have on our children, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what, what you've done to your children, right, until it's too late. Yeah. Uh, so, like, and that, so, you know, that whole, like, uh, you know, definition of a, a good father, a good mother, whatever, right, is really just being a good parent, being, like, someone there for your kids no matter what. And uh, being able to provide things even the things they don't want, right? Mm. Like, yeah, because you're when you give them education, when you give them even just the knowledge that you passed on from your parents, or even the new things that you figured out, like all those things are just a part of it. And mm. uh, so, yeah, the yeah, and so like when you know you say hanging around like you know people w- without having the same goals, yes, in that in that sense, right? Yeah, that would that would kind of diminish your true goal when you have someone like that. Because in a sense, when you say like an adulterer, that's just someone that doesn't want to want to grow up, really, right? Mm. Like you know, I mean, or they they have something that um, that either happened to them at some point in their life where they just can't commit or whatever, right? And it, it could be anybody. Uh, it, I mean, they have not uh, not committing to something. Just it's always something in the background that's like keeping you from doing whatever it is. Mm. So like, uh, it, but having that, I guess, that awareness, right, of what you're doing. So if you if you are an adulterer, right, understand that that aware that having an awareness to know that you could be breaking something up, like not even we're not even talking about the relationship. We're talking about like mentally, what are you doing, you know, to your kids, to to your spouse or whatever, right? Like it it does it does something to them because it you, when you think they're not looking, they're actually looking, right? Yeah, so it's always like that, and when you want them to look, that's when they don't look, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like, and yeah, so when it comes to that, because to me, that's, that's that negative, that negative things, that negative goals that people have that, that will, that will definitely diminish all goals that you have. But if you have people that, that don't have, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't all have the same goals. Cause I, I was saying that earlier, right? Like me and you, we don't have the same goals, but the thing is we have the same mentality of wanting to get better, like like we're trying to grow. We're trying that one thing we call this troubleshooting life is no one set the path out for us. Mm. We're here trying to figure out the rest of the stuff so we can get to where we want to be. All right. Like we're, we're, we're talking to people We're uh, you know, saying we're being open-minded about certain things. We're like all these things we're we're putting it together and we're coming with a solution to life. And, you know, it's not, and it's not a set solution because as we said before, the, you know, society changes, time changes, everything changes, all the variables change. So then you have to readjust again. Mm. So. Yeah, man, no, that was great. I think it's a great way to conclude the podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but let's get into the, was it frugal and cheap? The week? Yeah, frugal and cheap. Yeah. I, I, and I like this one, man. You, uh, you know, make homemade cleaners. Yeah. So my wife does that. And, uh, I was telling you earlier. I just hate the one she she makes with vinegar. Yeah, that, that crap stinks, man. Like, you but it does the job. Smell, man. Yeah, but it it does the job though. Like, it, yeah. yeah. So like, it's it is a good way to save money, uh, especially 
if you want a natural, uh, I guess a natural cleaner yeah. to actually do certain things. Yeah. And because uh, some people don't like to have, you know, harsh bleach or whatever it is, right? Other cleaners in, in their household, but having more of a natural, even though, uh, what is that? Vinegar is more of a, like a, a acidic or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It does have that in there. But yeah, like, it's like it's probably better for some pets too. If it's a, yeah, if you make it from out, it's not like a lot of chemicals, but you just use stuff like vinegar, maybe like this soap or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just the smell, really. That that's 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 what I dislike. Cause like even so, if you take um uh with that vinegar and a uh, water and you put it in the microwave, uh, it's an easy way to uh get all the uh, the nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it, it basically softens up everything in there, and you basically just come in with a towel and clean the whole thing out. And I was like, that, that's pretty cool. I still don't like it, but it's cool. Amen. Yeah, like, I was telling you earlier, the, that's the smell of money in the bank right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's why I think it's more of a, it's a frugal thing. I mean, some people might think it's, might, might think it's cheap, but I, I think not. I think it's it's definitely a money in the bank type of thing. Because you, if you can, yeah, if you can utilize the things around your household, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's awesome. Well, what do you think about that? I, I think it, I think it's more frugal because I've done both. Like I've had like my own cleaners or like I'll, I'll make cleaners and stuff. And it was just more like, I just wanted to learn how to yeah. do it just to do it and stuff. And I'm definitely like, oh yeah, dude, I've used like a, a ton of vinegar. Like you said, I'm not a big fan of the, the smell. So like I'll get like yeah. essential oils to put in there. So like yeah. different scents, like the orange or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, no, I'm more on the, the frugal side. I'm not saying it'll clean everything. Like I want yeah. to say there's like a handful of things that it won't clean, but, um, there's a bit of like a lot of people that'll post it out on like YouTube or like different like social media platforms. And I thought it was interesting. I was like, man, I didn't think you could use this stuff. Like, like, like it is right. Like yeah. People would just get like Ajax instead of using like baking soda and something else. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe that's uh, some of the things we grew up on. Cause like, like Ajax comet or whatever. Yeah. 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 So like those harsh cleaners where like it gets to help you scrub something up. Yeah. And, uh, it's just something we're probably just used to, right? Like, um, and I mean, and I know they make better versions of it where it's the soft cleaner yeah. where you can uh, put the gel on the comet gel so you don't uh, scratch your surfaces. Yeah. yeah so, like, or, or other like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's, uh, like I said, it has its place, you know, and sometimes buying things is just having it on hand. I guess it has its place, you know, because if it's commercial, right? No one's going to, Go just start making homemade cleaners for a commercial company. They just like, now nah, let's just go buy it and just yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid and, and I was working at the grocery store. I didn't know what Comet was, and someone asked me. I was like, "Hey, they're like, where's the Comet?" I was like, "I don't know what that is." Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and I was like, "I don't think we sell it here." <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "She's like, no, you definitely sell it here." Oh, yeah, almost everyone sells it here. And I was yeah. like, "Oh man, that's how you knew I was too young, man." Well, I mean, that's, it's called life lessons, right? That's all it is, right? You, you learn something new. And it, it, guess what? You're in the public, so you worked at a grocery store, so you met different people, yeah. which also, yeah, contribute you to you growing, yeah? yeah? Yeah. All right, man. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Craig and Jay signing off the Troubleshooting Light Podcast. We'll see you next week. Please like and subscribe. See you next week.